Ah, take cover! It's a hurricane! Or is it a tornado? Or maybe a typhoon? How the heck do you tell the difference between all these things? Well, fear not, because I have it covered for you right here. First, let's get it straight. All these weather phenomenon have to do with strong winds. Not my umbrella got torn from my hand strong, mind you, but rather my house got blown away to the land of Oz kind of thing. Yet before we get to the actual difference between hurricanes and typhoons, we must understand that, in general, they're one and the same thing called a tropical cyclone. A tropical cyclone is a huge mass of clouds that gather in the sky and start rotating counterclockwise due to very low air pressure. After a while, it lures in moisture from all over the place, becoming bigger and more dangerous. This rotation may or may not become trouble, but its main quality that never changes is that cyclones always form over the oceans or seas. Also, if you live in moderate or colder climates, there's nothing for you to worry about, even if your house is right by the seaside, because you'll only hear about cyclones from the news. After all, they're called tropical for a reason. They only form in tropical or subtropical areas, because they need warm water to get things going. Now, if they're all the same, why have different names for them? The short answer is to confuse everyone. I guess you'll need a longer one after this. So, like I said, tropical cyclones may not even pose any serious threat to people. In fact, cyclones occur much more often than you think. But only a few of them grow large and strong enough to become hurricanes or typhoons. The weakest version of a tropical cyclone is called a tropical depression. It's a similar swirling mass of clouds, usually accompanied by storms, but the force of winds in it is not very high. The strongest gusts are 39 miles per hour, which is a lot, I know, but it's rarely the case. On dry land, such weather would only require you to close all the windows and doors and stay at home. You can even watch the raging storm while sitting on a windowsill with that cup of hot chocolate. Still, if you're caught by a depression in the open sea, it may and will be a problem because the force of wind is enough to overturn a boat, and a heavy rain with lightning doesn't help the situation. When the winds are stronger than 39 miles per hour, the cyclone is then called a tropical storm. This is a more serious threat, and you'll do well to hide inside your house because gusts of winds might reach 72 miles per hour. Imagine a car driving at full speed on a highway. That'll be the force of wind during a severe tropical storm for you. And only if the wind gets even more powerful than that, then it can be called a hurricane or a typhoon. And here's where we get to the difference between the two. In fact, there's almost none. If a severe tropical cyclone with wind speeds of over 75 miles an hour occurs in the North Atlantic or Northeast Pacific, it's called a hurricane. If it's in the Northwest Pacific, then it's a typhoon. All the rest about them is the same, and a hurricane can even become a typhoon or vice versa if it travels from one area to another. We hear more about hurricanes than typhoons because the Atlantic Ocean is warmer than the Pacific and warm water acts like a fuel for cyclones. It evaporates from the surface and then condenses again in the cold air, forming clouds which clump together and start swirling around with the wind. This way cyclones can cover extremely large areas and transform into real monsters under right conditions. But what about tornadoes? Are they the same as cyclones? Mm, no. In fact, these two can't be more different. First, tropical cyclones only form in warm areas over the ocean. 
they can never occur anywhere else. Tornadoes, on the contrary, can form almost anywhere they please, both over sea and over land. But there's much more to it than that. You see, a tornado is a swirling funnel of air coming down from the sky. It happens during thunderstorms, and it's rather a consequence than a reason for severe weather. The column of air falls down to the ground, and wind speeds there can reach anywhere from 100 to a whopping 300 miles per hour. Needless to say, anything that gets in its way will be hurled upwards, be it a person, a car, or Dorothy's house. But despite its terrible power, a tornado is a very local event and short-lived at that. The biggest one ever registered by scientists was just over 1.5 miles in diameter and lasted about an hour or so. Compared to tropical cyclones, which can stretch over a thousand miles and last for days or even weeks, it's like a grain of sand on a beach. By the way, cyclones coming to the shore can also be accompanied by several tornadoes forming over land. So there's something like sidekicks to the big bad boys. Still, tornadoes and hurricanes, or typhoons if you prefer the northwestern Pacific, are not entirely different after all, and they have certain similarities too. Remember the swirling part? That's the thing. Both hurricanes and tornadoes are powerful masses of air rotating around the center at high speeds. And the center, in its turn, is usually calm and windless. So calm, in fact, that it's almost creepy. It's called the eye of the tornado or the hurricane, and it's basically the safest place to be when the phenomenon comes at you. Well, apart from being thousands of miles away from it, of course. Unfortunately, you'll have to be really lucky to get into the eye and wait until the weather calms down. The eye wall has the strongest winds, and if you get too close to it, you'll probably be thrown around like a toy. Also, if you're at sea, then the eye is not safe at all. The winds around the eye make huge waves crisscrossing the area inside, and your ship or boat will have a really hard time staying afloat. Not to mention that only the eye of a hurricane is safe on land. Tornadoes are much smaller in diameter, and you can easily get in a lot of trouble if you're caught in the eye of one by some wild chance. Have you ever seen the eye of a hurricane, by the way? Share your experience in the comments. If you've been wondering how exactly powerful a hurricane could be, then you should know there are five categories of hurricanes according to the National Weather Service. Category 1 is just slightly more intense than a tropical storm, and in some countries, it's still considered as such. The wind speeds can reach 94 miles per hour, which is a lot of force to deal with, but it's not as if you would not be safe behind concrete walls of an apartment building. Category 2 is another story altogether. The wind blows at speeds of up to 109 miles per hour, and that's where the real trouble starts. The gusts are so strong they can fell trees and billboards in the streets, so it becomes really dangerous outside. Luckily, you're still okay if you're inside a sturdy building and away from the windows. When a hurricane grows to Category 3, it's already a disaster. First of all, it's big. Secondly, it's powerful. The winds are reaching 129 miles per hour. And catching such a gust is like being hit with a race car. That's why this kind of hurricane is called a major one. Not to mention that the rain and lightning add to the atmosphere of a cataclysm. It's best to hide in a cellar or some other reinforced place and wait until the worst is over. A Category 4 major hurricane is something you don't want to see with your own eyes. With gusts of wind up to 157 miles per hour, 
It can tear trees from the ground and hurl fairly large objects in the air, causing lots of damage. The most recent Category 4 hurricane occurred in August-September of 2018, and it was named Florence. It traveled from off the west coast of Africa, where it began as a tropical depression, and grew in size and force until it became one of the most powerful hurricanes of the recent years. And finally, a Category 5 major hurricane is a thing to be avoided at all costs. In other classifications, it's even called a super typhoon or a super cyclonic storm, which says a lot. The most chilling thing about it is, of course, the strength of the wind. And the most powerful super cyclone in recorded history was Hurricane Allen that struck the Caribbean in July-August of 1980. The speed of the wind was an incredible 190 miles per hour. It's like a bullet train made of air and blowing continuously over a huge area. Well now, what's that thing with the names? In fact, they're not only given to hurricanes, but to all tropical cyclones that reach wind speeds of over 40 miles per hour. And it's not done for fun either. Cyclones usually appear at specific seasons, and there can be more than one of them at once, moving in different directions. So weather services around the world give them names not to confuse them with each other. Oh, and one other thing, some time ago, they only named hurricanes after women. Anyway, a few years ago, equal opportunity came to the weather service, and now tropical storms are named after both genders. Hey, if you learned something new today, then give this video a like and share it with a friend. And here are some other videos I think you'll enjoy. Just click to the left or right, and remember, stay on the bright side of life.